the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 970 The Answer presents Eye on Real Estate. This is your premier source for real estate information from the hot properties in the tri-state to the latest real estate market trends. From mortgage news to answers to all your real estate questions, you'll be in the know with help from the experts. Call now, 866-970-9622. That's 866-970-9622. Now, here's your host for Eye on Real Estate, Douglas Elliman's CEO, Dottie Herman. Good morning, everyone. It's a great day today, and welcome back to our all of our listeners. Welcome back. It's been a week. God, it seems like uh, time flies when it's really been just a week ago we were on the air and we look forward to this. I am in the studio and uh, you are listening to Iowa Real Estate. I'm Dottie Herman and of course this is the only talk show uh, about real estate that is about real estate and everything that has to do with real estate, which as you know is everything. We've got a great panel of experts on the show today, and as always, including my co-host, attorney Jerry Feeney. Hello, Donnie. Good morning. Good morning. And Beautiful, he's one of the most sought-after real estate attorneys in New York, and he's happy to answer any legal questions that you might have. So you can pick up your phone or dial in if you're not at a place that you can listen to the show now, and you can call us at 866-970-9622. I'm also here with our finance expert, Ace Wanatoos Park, who is our vice president at Citizens Bank and a financial wizard. It would be hard to find anyone who knows about mortgages and about financing and how to get the best deals as Ace. And if you have any questions about financing, he's the man to ask at 866-970-9622. And time flies. Ace, how long has it been? A while now. You've been on the show how long now? Now it's my fifth year, Dottie. Wow. Good morning, Dottie. Yeah, it's been really? time twice. Wow, time was 12 when he started. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Now I'm 17. <laughs> yeah, he so he's really... If you saw him, you'd see what we mean. He looks very youthful. Well, he is yeah, young. Just, he is yeah. young. We're just kidding. We're just... Young and smart and one mm-hmm. in the best. I also want to thank Citizens Bank for their support of this show. The show is just part of their way of saying thanks in a city where they do so much business. Um, did you know that Citizens Bank is the third biggest, largest bank in granting mortgages in New York, in the New York area, right behind giants like Chase? I mean, unbelievable. That's because mm. Citizens was founded on the principle of helping hardworking people who needed a bank they could trust. And, you know, trust is the most important thing, in my opinion. Sure. And someone that you could talk to and feel comfortable with and not have to feel like, oh, like, I really can't ask this question. They're getting annoyed. 190 years later, 
Okay, that's how old Citizens Bank is. Citizens Bank is still in the business of making life better for you. Go to citizensbank.com, that's citizensbank.com, on the Internet to find out where one of their 1,100 branches and 3,300 ATMs are nearest to you. And like I said, I bank with them. I have money in Citizens Bank. I took a mortgage out with them. And, of course, I used Ace. (laughs) There's no one else I would even think about using. So I tell you not only I personally, the the bank was great. Everyone's there. And I've dealt with enough banks in my life. And Ace, you know that. Some of them were really, I didn't. Who could forget that mortgage, Donnie? Right. The mortgage from hell. But not that. (laughs) Citizens was a whole a wonderful experience, and I won't mention the bank that that was from. So I just won't. And I remember le- being in. I remember being in California. Um, all my friends were waiting to go on a private tour of San Simeon, <laughs> and Ace was calling me in a panic, saying, "Jerry, it's a problem with Dottie's mortgage." I'm like, "Ace, you didn't just say that. You didn't just say that because it's closing tomorrow. It's yes. just going to close." I said. <laughs> We have to make it close. Yeah, it <laughs> happens to the best of us. But that... Yes. But okay. we got through it. We, we got, got through it. Which I had the team, yeah. which I tell you is so important. I had my team, okay? And, hey, you know, not everything in life goes smooth. We hope it right. goes smooth. But if there's any kinks, you need to have, you really need to have the right team. And I certainly had the best, so I did get through it, thank God, um, to them. Thank God for all of us. At 11 o'clock, we have Laurel Starks and uh, going to join us. And she's a recognized court-appointed expert and trained neutral in family law cases involving real estate matters. Her focus is on divorce-related real estate and has led to over $150 million in sales volume throughout the Southern California and is regarded as, by her peers as the pioneer of divorce real estate niche. Well, okay, so she's going to talk about real estate and what happens when you get divorced and she's also going to talk about what you can do so that you really mm. set things up ahead of time and though i'm not a divorce attorney and uh, jerry's a Neither real estate attorney uh, we have talked about that many a day so we thought because you know that's usually people's largest assets or one of their largest assets mm-hmm. so we thought she's she's a national speaker and she speaks on topics pertaining to real estate and family law she also is the author of the book, The House Matters in a Divorce. Get it? The House mm-hmm. Matters in a Divorce, a perfect title. She's going to give us the top five tips for divorcing homeowners. And yeah. I think we should also tell her what to I think we'll ask her what to do before. I mean, hopefully you never get divorced, but just in well, case. Well, yeah, there's, there's, you know, be nice to your spouse so you don't get divorced. But I think, I think we're past that when she comes in. <laughs> right. <laughs> Today's, if your birthday is today, you're a Gemini, and uh, you share your birthday with the First Lady of the United States, and oh, also the wife of George Washington. I guess she was a Gemini, although Martha. at the time, she was just known as the President's wife, because women didn't have rights then. They oh, and they didn't call her the First Lady yet. Yeah. No, 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 no. The she was just wife. the President's wife, like an afterthought. First Lady is a little more elegant, I think. Yes. Well, no, it was also women didn't have, she was like an afterthought, Okay. <laughs> We like Melania, I think. I think most people. Well, the official title wasn't coined until after her death, um, because she was born in seventeen on seventeen thirty one. Yeah, she was from a wealthy family. But there's pressure being on first. I was watching something earlier this morning, and they were wondering where she was, and they were debating. Oh well, 
you know, she hasn't shown herself for 20 days or 15 days until she had the surgery or whatever. And they yeah. were saying, well, some people were saying, well, it's not anyone's business. She's not the president. And then others were saying, well, yes, she lives in the White House. She, she's got a responsibility that people should know where yeah. she is. And I'm like, give it a break. Well, you know, I think people were genuinely concerned. Uh, you know, I actually like her. I think she's. Uh, I said no. Her popularity think, is great. Yeah. Okay. I think, but, I think she's doing a pretty I, good I, job, and she's we were concerned that she was in the hospital and having surgery. Nobody knew what was going on. They were being so secretive. No, but they know that this was this morning. She's well out of the hospital. Okay? She? okay. Yes, she's been out of the hospital two weeks. I think right. a week and a half. It's just like again, you know that. Let me say this. We need to know. People it, need to know. It's hard yeah. to be in the spotlight. Oh yeah. I don't think she planned on that when she married. No, him, I don't, right? and and it's a hard she thing. And especially <laughs> if you're a private person, you know what yeah. I'm saying? I mean, you know, yeah. she's a private person, and I think that's hard to uh, be in the spotlight every day. You know, yeah. well, she's doing a she's doing a good job. I think. Yes, so she is, and her popularity her. is very yes. pretty good. But anyhow, that's the, she's the, I think the first lady. Um, so that came after Martha. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have some um, and an ace. I'm going to make sure that you, uh, you were supposed to. We're going to talk a little about millennials and home buying, plus some very different real estate laws. And you'll probably give us your read on millennials and what's going on. How come we talk about millennials sure. and not my generation? Well, Gen, I will. Gen X. When I get around to it. But Gen X was Gen like. Talk about Gen X. Nobody cares about that. I mean, sorry. Why? But Why it, do we it care made about no that? headlines. Yeah, we like didn't the really baby do boomers like were like a big generation. <laughs> like and, and then they the forgot millennials about are. I just yeah. that. Who talks about that gender? I don't know why. Well, millennials are definitely uh, a lot to talk about. That's for sure. I don't know why nobody uh, really. The Gen Xs were boring, I guess. What? We were just boring, I guess. Gen X. Well, Gen X is pretty important. I don't know why they don't yeah. talk about Gen X actually. All right. Why don't? So then you should. We should All do right, some we'll research and find I'll try out. Try to find out something about them. Interesting. I mean, do you know any? No, I don't know anything about them. Let's talk about millennials. <laughs> They're more fun to make fun of anyway. You don't know anything about them? No, not really. Oh. I mean, I don't All think right. they had any unique attributes, you know. I have some questions that were mm-hmm. emailed and, or it came through Facebook. Um, this is for you, Jerry. Is it necessary to have an attorney at the closing? <laughs> I think you know, somebody Supreme... asked that before, but I'm gonna. They're gonna ask, somebody asked it again. Oh, they want to know in Florida. Uh, well, you know, the Supreme Court said you can defend yourself in a capital death penalty case. So, I mean, I always tell people you, can, you you don't have to have a lawyer. You can do it yourself if you want to. You can do your own appendectomy too. I, you know, in many states, <clears throat> you don't necessarily need a lawyer. They use title companies for the settlement process, and they do a very good job. My whole issue is. What happens if something goes wrong? That's what I always look at. If something goes wrong, who are you going to call to say, listen, why didn't you find this? The title company isn't necessarily advocating for one side or the other as an attorney would be. And in particular, if you're buying in a condominium building, I always wonder, you know, in Florida, who's looking at the due diligence on the building? Who's looking at the financial you know, soundness of the entity Let me put it this if you don't way. have an attorney? For the amount of money that you spend on a home, yeah. in relationship to what you're going to spend on an attorney, I really don't get why people don't use them. Do you have to? I don't think you even have to in New York. I mean, I don't think no, you don't have to. anybody don't have that to. forces anybody to. But I really believe for a purchase, 
of that amount. I mean, really, I just, it's, you know, and then, it, and it just, you just don't want to, you just don't want to find that you have a problem. Yeah. You're really there by yourself. And I, you know what I tell people too? Look at what the rich people do. Rich people who are very good at keeping their money always have an attorney. I've noticed that. They always yeah. have an attorney. They never go it alone. They'll cut other costs, but they'll never cut on the attorney. And that's a lesson that we should all learn. You know, there was the book, um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, talking about, you know, what's the difference between what the rich dad on the street did and the poor dad did on the street? And these are lessons that I think all of us can learn who didn't grow up with money is they, they always have an attorney. They always have somebody looking out for their interests. Well, they know what they don't know, and they know to have somebody who's an expert and have mm -hmm. the right team of people helping them. Now, these are about Florida. I guess it's the same uh, person Florida that, you know, that's the same person that emailed this stuff. But uh, this is the other one. In Florida, people buy homes and condos. Well, like if I'm buying pre-construction, and um, should I put my, they can put my deposit in escrow? Is that is that acceptable if they put my deposit in escrow? You know, I, I, I mean, I think so. I, I don't really, I don't practice in Florida. I'm not licensed there, but my understanding is that that's the typical process that the broker would put okay. it in escrow. Yes, and just uh, make sure it's a real escrow agency and the person is yes. really an escrow agent. And just yeah. make sure you check that out and it's not yeah. somebody who's... Uh, uh, Fly by night. The brokers are much more involved down there in the in the settlement process. Yeah, yeah. Here. And uh, Jerry, this is the same person, I guess, um, they want to know what the homestead, ex the Florida has some of the most generous homestead exemptions. And everyone knows that in Florida, they can't, like if you like lose everything and you're in bad, they can't take your primary residence, I don't believe, right? Right. So the there are certain states, um, even under the federal bankruptcy code, the fe federal code looks to the state with respect to homestead exemptions, meaning your primary residence and how sacrosanct it is. In New York, I think you can exclude up to 20000 and shielding, on, so it's not much. There are certain states that have unlimited, like Florida. So you could potentially buy a $10 million home down there for cash, go move into it, make it your primary residence, go bankrupt, lose everything else but that $10 million home, and then two years later sell it, and you've got a nice asset. A lot of people think that's unfair because if you go to a state next door, you can't do that, but... Nevertheless, that's the way the laws are structured. In addition, there's very um, favorable tax status. So if you're homesteaded, meaning that it's your principal residence and have established it, then you retain the base of your real estate taxes, and they can only go up so much every year, and it's a very beneficial thing right. to be homesteaded. Now you want to hear another crazy law in Florida? What? If you move into an abandoned or a neglected property and, mm -hmm. and then you fix it and improve it, you may be given legal title after a set period of time. It's called, well, the adverse possession law. Now, that's in New York also, so it's not strictly Florida. Like if you, isn't it seven years or something like that, Well, every, every state has adverse possession. Different states have different rules on what has to be established. So I think my recollection is that Florida is fairly lenient in it. New York, you have to do it. There's other things like under color of title and, yes, seven years, and you can't do it in government property and things like that. Florida, I think, is a little bit more Okay, but lenient. just for those listeners who know, if you don't know what adverse possession is, that's when you use a property for over seven years. Uh, you legally 
end up owning it. And I will remember that on Long Island, I had a um, a, cl a, cl a client that was uh, had a property, and he was buying a house, and um, I guess it was a two-acre zoning, so you really couldn't tell where the land ended. And mm -hmm. his neighbor, by accident, put a pool, but it was on his property. So when this Oops. new supplier bought it, was went to buy it and have a title search, we realized that this pool mm -hmm. was built on the property that belonged to somebody else, but the old owner never realized it because it was two acres zoning or an eight. It was right. so now he couldn't close on the house, and the other neighbor said, "I've had it over seven years, my pool here, and I'm not giving it back that land." And mm. it became the whole dispute, and the sale fell apart because the guy wasn't going to stick around and figure out like what the verdict was going to be with be illegal. It was tied up in legal stuff for right. a long time, so. Whenever you're looking for property, make sure you know where it ends and starts and make sure that, because even for a small amount, somebody could have hedges and it's really not your property or it's their property. And yeah. so you, you, you know. That's why we do surveys before right. you buy. So Surveyors. That's what advert. And, but I'm speaking on Long Island. I, it was my sister's birthday yesterday and I was uh -huh. out with happy a bunch birthday. of friends. So happy birthday, Diane. And I ran into um, one of my top, top agents who knows me and I know her. She's probably like. Not probably. She is one of the best on Long Island and in the industry. Her name is Patty Pasculo, mm -hmm. and she's from Syosset. And I ran into her daughter yesterday, who was so excited. And I know her daughter since she's a little girl, and mm -hmm. she's now a mom. She has a, oh, wow. a four-month-old, and I think she has like a two- or three-year-old. And she's like, I'm so excited. And I said, what's going on? And she said, did you hear? And... She won the Long Island Rising Stars under 40 in real estate by the LIBOR. Wow. And uh, oh, that's boy. Patty Salanga mm -hmm. from Syosta. Congratulations. And she told me that Douglas Elliman had five people out of the 20 winners. Wow. And so that's I want to congratulate, first of all, all the winners, no matter what company they were yeah. for. But in, and then in particular, Patty Salanga from Syosset, her brother Michael Pasculo from Syosset, uh, under 40, John. Sounds like the Italian Mercy, uh, crew Garden winning. City, <laughs> Michael Massidi from Manhasset, uh -huh. and Lauren Magalas from Franklin Square. They won the Rising Stars. There, you know, there was 20 in all total. We had five of them. And congratulations, you're doing a great job. Yeah, uh, that's amazing. Really. That's great. Yeah. And, and, and you guys had five. That's wild. Yeah, and Patty and Michael, I know your mom so well. She is probably so proud. Not probably. She is. Yeah. But that's who she was also, never stopping. And imagine when you, you know, real estate, it might look easy to certain people, but it's a tough, tough job. It really they is. They never stop. Yeah. They never stop. So congratulations. I had to, I want to say that really it means a lot. And, hey, mm -hmm. it is a tough job. By the way. There is a huge shortage of homes across the country, and it constructions per household is the lowest level in 60 years. And not because there's no demand, because there's no land. Um, actually, not building it anymore. Yeah. With fewer <laughs> homes for sale today, the would-be buyers are having to get creative about making the bids stand out, okay? And they're paying higher prices. And, oh, we, I think we have to take a break. And they're looking at, can we sustain prices going up? Do you think um, the demand is going to keep up? 
I'll, I'll ask my listeners what, what they think, and I'll give you the answer as soon as I think we have a break right now. We'll be right back after the break. Should judges be elected or appointed? Should judges be unbiased politically? And should a judge be removed simply because you disagree with one of their decisions? This weekend on Champions of Justice, Tom Girardi talks with a Superior Court judge about the hottest issues facing the judiciary that affect your access to justice. Tune in Champions of Justice, Sunday mornings at 10, here on AM 970, The Answer. Join the Staten Island Economic Development Corporation at the 8th Annual SIEDC Green and Clean Festival Thursday morning, June 7th from 9 to 2 at the Staten Island Zoo. Family-friendly fun including green education, vendors, and interactive demonstrations all day throughout the zoo. This is the largest sustainable and green-focused event on Staten Island presented by National Grid and Pratt Industries. That's Thursday morning, June 7th from 9 to 2 at the Staten Island Zoo. The festival is included with regular zoo admission. For more information, visit SIEDC.org. That's SIEDC.org. Hi, Tom Bodette. Scientists tell us that Earth is overdue for a huge solar flare. Bad news, it'll probably fry our electronics and technology. Good news, we'll all get a spectacular tan. Well, a good place to hunker down for the looming sun apocalypse is Motel 6. You'll get a great low rate on a great room under a roof and save more for other stuff like sunscreen or a nice big hat. Well, I'm Tom Bodette and we'll leave the light on for you. Or maybe not. Napa know-how. Everyone could use less friction with staticky carpets, Ow. tight pants, and your engine. Thankfully, a five-quart jug of Pennzoil full synthetic motor oil is $23.99 plus $10 mail-in rebate. It reduces friction, which means better performance. Pennzoil full synthetic, $23.99 plus $10 rebate. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General States pricing. Sales prices do not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer expires 6 18 This Memorial Day, Patriot Mobile honors the soldiers who have given their lives while serving in the American Armed Forces. Memorial Day is a solemn day of remembrance for the heroes who gave everything for our country and to protect our rights and freedoms. Patriot Mobile was founded to support conservative organizations by contributing a portion of each of their members' bills to causes that represent what we believe in, American values. Patriot Mobile offers great discounts to our military, veterans, and first responders every day to show that they appreciate and value their sacrifice. Switching to Patriot Mobile is easy. You can keep your phone number. Just bring over your compatible phone. They even reimburse your installment and switching fees as a bill credit. $500 per line and up to $1,500 per account. Call today to make the switch at 1-800-A-PATRIOT or go to PatriotMobile.com. Make conservative change happen every time you use your cell phone at 1-800-A-PATRIOT or PatriotMobile.com. The following is a true story. My name is David Bryant. When I was 37, my wife and I decided to get term life insurance through SelectQuote. Just three years later, I was diagnosed with ALS, also known as Lou Gehrig's disease. Because of life insurance, the people I love most in this world will be protected no matter what happens to me. 
I know that the dreams I have for my family can still come true. Financial security, to stay in the home we became a family in, and for our children to be able to go to college. I reached out to SelectQuote because I wanted to share my story. If just one person purchases life insurance, I know I will have made a difference. SelectQuote can find a 37-year-old male a $500,000 policy for under a dollar a day. If there are people you care about, you need life insurance. It may be the single most important financial decision of your life. Don't put off protecting your family. Get your free quote now. Call 800 That's 800-671-7070. 800-671-7070. Or go to selectquote.com. This is a paid endorsement. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Not available in all states. It's I on real estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. You're listening to Iron Real Estate, and you can call us at 866-970-9622 or get us on Twitter and Facebook or email us at radioshow at com. We were talking about home prices, and, and home prices and the values have been rising for six straight years, and the gains have been accelerating for the past two years. And the last housing boom, which I'm trying to remember when that was, I guess that was before the recession, but the last mm-hmm. housing boom, boom, the gains were driven by a lot of easy money, okay? But this boom is not driven by fast and easy mortgage money. Instead, it's by solid buyer demand. You know, the last boom was people were getting mortgages, putting no money down or very little down and uh, or none, <laughs> or they... But this boom is really a very strong demand, and that's across the country, not just in the uh, metropolitan, not just New York or the Northeast. Still, like the last housing boom, some are starting to warn. Geez, do you think prices can continue? And I'm curious, do you, th- do you think that prices are going to continue going up? Well, I mean, you know, I, they can only go up so much year over year, obviously, before things become unaffordable, but. You know, I don't see any signs of it letting up. I, mean, I don't. This, I don't either. Still, this demand going on. Well, yeah. you know, people argue back and forth that the, despite weakened affordability, that the demand is just so strong that it can support higher prices, and I believe that in most cases it can. Uh, now, again, you know, there's a lot of homes on the market, so you know somebody might be overpriced, but for most part, the demand is really strong, and the supply is not. I mean, we just don't have it. And getting a mortgage remains so affordable still, which we're going to talk about that in a few seconds, a few minutes. So that's really, you know, cheap money. You can get money for cheap. And uh, there doesn't seem to be really, you know, there was a little slack at the very high end that it wasn't uh, that people weren't buying. It just took longer to buy. Uh, But Evidence now is that the the market's still pretty strong wherever you go. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. seller pressure should continue to drive price appreciation. And the only you know, and if you if you are in the market, if you're a seller, you better have some place to live before you put your house out there. Uh so that's really what I see and I think everybody's seeing that. I'm just curious if you feel anything different. And uh, fewer houses are being built, and it takes about twice as long to build as it did in the past because of the lag time waiting to find workers and complete tasks. Because we're at full employment now, so it's hard to find construction workers. 
And a yeah. six, yeah, six months supply of housing is normal in most areas, but most metropolitan areas don't have even a six month supply. They really wow. don't. Home construction yeah. is up, um, and it, it remains near the lowest level in 60 years. Okay, in 60 years. So it, it kind of looks like uh, the demand is going to be there. And you are really, you know, you're not. I read someplace. I mean, you know, they were. They said, "Oh, we're predicting a recession in 2020." And I don't right. know where they got like that. Like the book. month, they even had the month. Yeah, yeah. Did you read that somewhere? Yeah. I'm like, how do you I'm know like, the month is going to start? <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and and so, I just think that it's really going to keep up. And I think that if you're looking and you find the right property, that you first need to be pre. Go to Ace, get pre-approved, make sure you have your credit, your, your, you know, know how much you can borrow, make sure that your credit's in tip-top shape. Ace can do that also. Uh, and then go out and look, go to some open houses, get to know an area. And when you find that home that you like, remember there's a, a, a number of people out there, so you have to be quick and you have to know the market and have all that stuff done ahead of time. Of being uh, ready to go, really. Yes. Um, you mentioned something that was really interesting, which is if you're looking to sell, make sure you have a home to buy. And I think a lot of people that are in the market to sell, um, they're not. there's not a lot of inventory out there, so they're hesitant to put their place out in the marketplace. So there's a lot of pent-up demand. If you look at resales, there's not too many. A lot of the sales today, it's all you know, new construction, new development, but there's still a lot of pent up demand because there's no, there's, there's not a lot of resales in the marketplace. So no, it's down all over the country, all over the country. Yeah, but if you really, it is. It really but, is. but if you if you really if you want to sell in the next year or two, and that's a plan of yours, you should. Even if I had to get a temporary rental or something, or they have space that's kind of like, it's a, you know like. It's like a, a hotel, but long stay, like long stay places. Put some of your, your stuff in storage, but it's a good time to sell if you're in the market to sell. Prices are strong. Oh, it's Demand perfect. is it's a perfect, perfect time. There's, yeah, there's not a lot of competition out there. No, so. there's not. Let me take a quick call from Bill. Uh, Bill from Queens. Good morning, Bill. Good morning, Daddy. Uh, this uh, question is uh, directed at to Jerry. Jerry. And... Uh, Jerry, I heard in terms of adverse possession that, and don't laugh now. I heard. Okay. He's laughing. I heard, Tell him not to laugh. I heard that Rockefeller Plaza is closed down once a year in order to avoid the possibility of adverse possession. Is there any truth to that? Well, there, there is is definitely truth to all of the you'll see this with um public sidewalks that appear to be public sidewalks that are actually private property but they're because of the construction of the building they have the sidewalk extending in and once a year they'll close it down to assert their property rights and this is one of the ways to defeat any sort of a claim of adverse possession right. or um other types of theories where the property um, would escheat to public use because of you know ongoing uh, public thoroughfare. So absolutely, all of these p places that are open to the public that uh, that have sidewalks that are extending out, 
near the public sidewalk will once a year assert their property rights they'll close them down and therefore you're you know you have dominion over your property and that's one of the things that defeats those types of theories so yes you are you Terry, are correct and mean, i'm not laughing that's no a good no point. no that's a great question <laughs> no that's a great question so does that yeah. mean is the the sidewalk or is the whole build i mean well no i mean you'll sometimes there's uh, it looks like a sidewalk. It looks like you're on public property, but you're actually on private property. You've stepped onto the over the boundary line, but but because of the way the buildings are designed, <clears throat> um, it's actually private property. But it looks just like the sidewalk. They've extended it, so they'll they'll keep the public out of that at least once a year to assert their dominion over that, so that there's no question that um, you know that although the boundary line. Um, has been blurred, they're still asserting their property rights over it. And that's one of the reasons that they do that. Well, Bill, that was a great question. I, I yeah. really don't think uh, many people know that. Jerry, and, and, yeah. uh, just getting back to Rockefeller Plaza, uh, in point of fact, they do do it, in other words. They do shut down the plaza once a year to avoid that. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I have not personally witnessed it, but I certainly witnessed other properties shutting I down see. the access. So by extension, you would, yeah. You, yeah. you would think that Rockefeller Plaza would do the yeah, same absolutely. thing. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Thanks ever so much, Sherry. As yeah, good, good question. Yeah, that was a great Thanks question. Thanks very much. Dad. Thanks. Have a great day, Phil. That was a great question. So, Ace, you know what I'm reading? That the newest thing in the newest trend is the yeah. urban suburbs. Urban suburb, what's that? Well, th think about Ur what that suburb. might mean. Okay. The urban, and as cities grow, suburbs over time, because people that, are, you know, they're, they're, they're having kids and they need space, and so a lot of people can't live in the city, so they move out to the suburbs. And the suburbs are gradually changing to look more like the city. And they have, I read this and I thought it was interesting, it said, as more people continue to move towards uh, metropolis, you know, metropolitan hubs, the United States estimates that nearly 70% of the world's population will reside in urban areas by 2050. Because if you look at the suburbs, like I'm from the island, so where I lived when I was a kid, people told me that, you know, it was the suburbs. But people said before that it, they were farms. And now, you know, I, I start to look at some of the suburbs as really getting more and more congested, and then they start to look more like the city. So uh, the, that's what they're saying. They're saying that people will be moving towards cities, and actually as, as they get more populated, you really have to go out. They become more expensive, and you have to go out further and further to get a lot of property and a lot of land and a lot of uh, less traffic. Let's mm -hmm. put it that way. I think you see, yeah, you're definitely seeing that today, Dottie. If, if you look at Garden City, um, you have the Garden City Hotel, um, you have restaurants, um, there's even nightlife there. So um, you're definitely seeing a suburban, urban type of feel. If you look at Astoria, Long mm -hmm. Island City, out, oh, you Astoria, know, right yeah. outside of Manhattan, um, you're starting to see a lot of restaurants. And I, I think that's the, that's the trend. Yes, you know, and I, that's I think, what people want. Yeah. I think we have, they want to have a nightlife and they want to have great restaurants and they don't want to have to drive hours for it. We'll be right back right after the break. Hi. 
Hi, it's Joe Piscopo. You know, we went straight from a long winter into the heat of summer, and there was zero time to prepare. Thanks for warning us, Mother Nature. Now, the last thing you want to be doing when it's hot out is packing and schlepping your stuff into self-storage. So don't. Let Make Space do it for you. Make Space is the new way to store your things. Their team of professional movers come to you with free packing supplies. They pick up as little or as much as you want and move it into safe and secure storage. You don't even have to remember what you pack because with the Make Space app, you can see pictures of what you stored and request them to be delivered back with the click of a button. They've made storage so simple. Make Space does it all. The packing, transporting, storing, everything. Book before June 30th and MakeSpace will give you $100 off your first month at MakeSpace.com slash Piscopo. Only for the month of June, get $100 off at MakeSpace.com slash Piscopo. MakeSpace.com slash Piscopo. In an era where it's tough to know which news outlet to trust, at a time where it's difficult to find facts, not just opinion, there is an oasis in the news desert. It's the Cats Roundtable. John Katsimatidis, the personification of the American dream, who built a multi-billion dollar business empire, talks with some of the nation's top newsmakers every Sunday morning at 8.30 a.m. You won't just hear partisan spin. You'll hear directly from the newsmakers who are shaping the news cycle in the city, the country, and the world. On the Cats Roundtable, you won't just hear about politics. You'll hear about science, business, education, animal rights, and any other topics that you're interested in. Catch the Cats Roundtable every Sunday morning, starting at 8.30, right after Morano in the Morning on AM 970. The Answer. Physicians designed Relief Factor as an essential way to support the body's natural fight against aches and pains. It's made from wild-caught fish oil and botanicals like turmeric, and it's a healthy way to get back into pain-free life. There's no side effects. There's no chemicals. There's no preservatives. There is nothing addictive. And that's why you can be very confident that when you take Relief Factor, you have nothing to lose but your pain and the whole world to gain. Maybe you can't wear your favorite shoes anymore because of pain in your feet. Relief Factor can help with all of that. Nineteen ninety-five comes to $0.95 cents a day. That's less than a cup of coffee a day for pain relief. Go to relieffactor.com. Read all the testimonials. Find out about it for yourself and order that quick start. Just nineteen ninety-five or $0.95 cents a day for three weeks. Or you can call them. It's toll-free. They can answer all your questions. 1-800-500-8384. That's toll-free. 1-800-500-8384. Relieffactor.com. Let's talk about your business for a minute. Think about all the things you're doing to attract the best talent. Between the networking events and referral bonuses, you're probably spending plenty of time and money to find the right people. But what if it was your office that attracted employees? Today's workforce is mobile and active, and they want an office designed around the way they work. And Veridesk makes it easy. Veridesk Standing Desk Solutions help you create an active workspace where employees can stand and move so they're happier, healthier, and more productive. Our full line of active office products are constructed with commercial-grade materials and require little to no assembly so they're easy to set up and move. Companies of any size can have a Veridesk active workspace. Ordering is simple. Shipping is free. And our 30-day guarantee means if you don't love it, we'll pick it up for free. Learn more about Veridesk Active Workspace Solutions at veridesk.com slash radio. That's V-A-R-I-Desk.com slash radio. 
It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. We're back. You're listening to I on Real Estate. And uh, I want to ask everyone a question, and feel free to email or text or however you get to a tweet. Uh, what makes you rich? Uh, Anyone? What makes you rich, money? Ace? Or, you know, well, uh, money. Well, they 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 gave a survey, Ace. What I mean, do you what think? What level of money makes well, you rich? Well, no, they just had what they you know was a general mm. statement. What makes you rich? And it was, I when I read it, I thought, okay, it's probably not about. It wasn't really necessarily an article about like what number makes you rich. What number, right? It was well, like yeah. what things make you rich. I mean, I would answer that as. When you get to the point where you don't, you're not worrying about money constantly. When you're younger, God, you spend a lot of time worrying about money and how you're going to pay your bills and all that. When and if you get to that point where you can just, you know, ha- enjoy your life without worrying about bills, I think then you're at least approaching a comfort level that I would call rich. Well, they, um, Ace, how does a millennial? I know you don't want to be called millennials. I don't know what else to call. So, how does a? <laughs> I think I, what may, yeah, what, it, what it, do you it, think? Not, not even you necessarily. What do you think? What do you think people your age uh, think about? What makes them rich? What makes them rich? I think well, what makes them rich? I think if you if you ask them, you know, I think on a uh, quality of life perspective, you know, doing things that you're happy, traveling, and all of that. But if you're talking about monetary things that of that, that are of, of value, I think, you know, everybody should own real estate and some sort of investment, you know, and, and I think it's really about how you live your life in terms of, you know, what, what, what are some of your needs in terms of, you know, defining yourself as rich because some people, they just continually chase, 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 and it's never enough. Right. So um, I think, I think, you know, if you're just talking about, you know, what, what can, what do millennials consider rich? I think every, every single millennial, whether you hear it or not, they all want to own property. And I well, think you're right about that's that. That's what that's defined. You, huh? Say that again, Dad? You're right about that. I, yeah, they were, I think so. They had a survey, and they almost 50% of those surveyed, and there was no particular age group that they, they defined, but they said, according to the Charles Schwab most recent wealth index, owning your own home qualified as an expense that makes a rich daily life. In the mm-hmm. minds of nearly 50% of those surveyed. Now, I think what you're seeing with the people is it's more about lifestyle today. You know, people want to have it a is. lifestyle. It's not just the property that they buy. They look at what stores are around, is what restaurants are around. Like, they want to have a whole lifestyle. And the home is part of that. I, I, and so... Uh, but number-wise, just for, the, just for just to know what people define as what money... Another key takeaway was how Americans define wealth and money, and they asked them, well, well, what's the average amount of money needed to be financially comfortable? That's the uh, definite, to be financially comfortable in America. And they said uh, about $1.4 million. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Don't live in well, New York City. But you're not rich. <laughs> but they said you're, you're not, not rich. rich at $1.4 <laughs> to really yeah. Be rich, you'd have to have about two point four. That was people's guess. Okay. So, but there's not that many, really. I mean, that's really a number that 
not many. That's a small amount of people. Uh, well, and the other thing is, you know, when people uh, hear us giggle at things like that, what we're giggling about is not that it's still a significant amount of money, but what we're saying is if you plan to live off of that for the rest of your life, you're going to have to live very frugally because, you know, 1.4 million is going to throw off, you know, maybe 50000 a year in income, maybe at the most. So, you know, you're not exactly living Well, yeah, large. but the, the most of the world, I think, you know, people get jaded and don't realize how most of the world lives. And most of the world really doesn't make anywhere near that. Yeah, and well, when you live in the city and you get <laughs> in the city every day, you forget because to live in the city, it costs a lot of money. But most people, that's why a lot of people right. leave the city to move for more or leaving, leave the state. Because, no, that's why I said don't live in the city. Yeah. Yeah, you know, because you wouldn't be able to survive, but, you know, just living off of that interest. But people, so people define wealth as that amount of money, but really by lifestyle and to have a home, people felt made them have peace of mind. And also, Ace, getting back to what you said, in general, most Americans defined wealth as the idea of living a stress-free life. <laughs> uh, considering, okay. I haven't, got, I haven't gotten there yet. Have you? No, and considering the 60, <laughs> but you see, everything is relative because... Most people today live paycheck to paycheck. Mm-hmm. That's true. Okay? And they people do. just really, forget, you know, live paycheck to paycheck, and there seems to be, so to them, being rich is, hey, just having that peace of mind to pay the bills, okay, that yeah. they don't have to worry and that they have money in their checking accounts. And so I really would say that my guess, and this is just my opinion, that, to be rich, you want to have a family and or people and friends that you love. You you don't have to have millions and millions of dollars. I don't think that. I think you just have to be able to kind of get through where you're living and not like, you know, be in that place where you're always worrying, mm -hmm. gee, how am I going to make my, my mortgage payment or how am I going to make my rent payments? And some sort of peace of mind. I, I think, you know. It's an interesting, uh, it's an interesting but, but question. But I think people should think about it every once in a while because I don't people, yeah. I don't really think people look at some of the things we have. And I was telling a friend of mine who sometimes seems to be very negative, like every time I speak to them, it's like, I'm sick, I'm this, I'm that, it's bad, it's raining, it's horrible, it's freezing. And I said, listen, wake up every morning and call, like, let me know in three months about how you do it. And so... Focus on what's good in your life. If you focus on what's good in your life rather than what's negative in your life, you'll find that you'll feel a lot better after a couple of months because we can all focus on the bad stuff. When I wake up in the morning as I'm getting out of bed, I always say it's going to be a wonderful day. I just say that. And, and the reason why I say it is just to get my you know, positive energy flowing. Um, and it really does work if you, if you, you know, think in a positive way. Um, Hey, Daddy, I, I was watching something on TV that's very real estate connected. Really? Uh, and it? I was wondering if you've seen it, this Wild Wild Country, this uh, series on Netflix about the No, I just got to it. I don't watch TV, but I had to watch bill Billions. I really had to watch oh, it. Oh, Billions, yeah. Well, it's on. But this oh, is, have you seen it, Ace, about the, about, about the Rajneesh Purim, the, 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 the mystic from India that they moved to Oregon and they took over this whole town. They bought a farm. And then they moved like 50,000 of their followers there. And these people that lived in this little town of 50 people, yeah. all of a sudden, yes, 50,000 people. Yeah, it was amazing. What's the name of this? It's called Wild Wild Country. And it's a, it, yes. it was interesting on its own right, but it was also interesting from a real estate perspective because, you know, when you think about it, uh, you know, people that live in a small town, 
you know, they're not banking on 50,000 people coming and moving in next door. And I thought that, you know, apart from the religious issues, which I won't touch on, but I thought that the people that moved next door as part of this group, this following, they weren't really very considerate of the rest of the people in town because those people never bargain to live in a 50,000 person community. They bargained to live in a 50 person community. They wanted a very small rural town, but it's a fascinating story and it's a true story. It happened in the You'll have 70s to tell and me the what 80s. It's on. I'll have to... It is fascinating. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's in the middle of nowhere, right, Jerry? Yeah, like, it's in a place called Antelope, Oregon, which well, is... That sounds like a hot nowhere. spot. <laughs> but I guess you yeah. can make it a hot spot, yeah. right? Yeah. I, I know we're going to take a break soon, so I mean, it's going to be, and then we're going to be joined with uh, Lauren Laurel Stark, who's the uh, attorney that deals with the home ownership and divorcing and kind of what you have to know and what to do. But I did have an email. Um, and Ace, probably this is right up your alley, but you, um, people said that, you know, uh, they don't have enough money to save for uh, a down payment or they think they don't. So Ace is going to talk a little about that after, but, but how you can get mortgages. But also there's some programs that I think there are, uh, we did some research and it's there on your iPhone, and there's a program called Mint, or there's Clarity Money, or there's Nerd, yeah, Nerd, Mint actually helps you. Nerd yeah, Wallet. You I want to list them on our web on, on our page. Is Nerd Wallet? Okay, I like that yeah. name, Nerd Wallet. Uh, and then there's Albert, and that like if you because if you feel like it's talking to a human voice, Albert, you consult with real humans. Uh, Albert is there for you, and you can actually text the financial advisor in the app. You want personal advice on how the best way to save for a down payment. And these are all apps that are help you learn how to save. Even if I you're actually not use Mint and uh, NerdWallet. You use, you use what do you, you use? Mint. Mint, yeah, Mint, Mint just helps you organize your, I guess, your bills, your payments. And it tells you how much usage you you use at a certain, I guess, um, sector, you know, whether it's travel, um, dining. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, like doesn't it give you tips on your spending, like, you know, what you can kind of make some change? Yeah. So there's a bunch it of does. apps. If you need financial yeah. help, you know, or, you you know, it's, it'll show you where you can save some money, some of these apps in there. I, so I, I have them listed. So so if you need anything, we're going to try to put them on our our, our site and on iron real estate site so that we'll list them for you okay ace now what happened did the mortgage rates go down because of italy and go back up or are they down still or something did that affect our mortgage yeah rates? well, well we'll what, talk to why italy, don't you tell everybody uh, what happened i mean i think they yeah might so know. so right now you know as i'm sure a lot of our listeners they've heard in regards to italy whether they're going to continue to be within the eu or not um that Took a little bit of a toll on on interest rates um, on Friday and Thursday, so rates did come down just a little bit. Um, we're right around the 4.75 mark on interest rates for a 30-year fixed mortgage, but um, still um, still very steady. You know, Daddy, um, it hasn't really been going up. It's been staying right around the 4.75 mark for the last two months, and um, but but the trend is that it's possibly going up um, in in the next, I guess, Fed Fed meeting. Um, so when we should be prepared for um, that is going to be in July, actually. So they're meeting again in July. And, um, you know, it, it's, it seems like the economy is definitely improving 
inflation well, is at uh, 2.4%. So. Right, and the market looked good because even though the jobs are strong and the job market was very strong, the numbers came out this week. Yeah. Uh, however, they're also strong, but they're steady, and so they don't really – they don't think – I heard that they don't think they'll raise it interest rates like a lot, lot if they raise them. But if you are in the market right now and timing is everything, you just happen to be very lucky because there was a, a drop when it happened a couple of days ago, right? I mean, that they dropped. A couple of days ago. A couple of days ago. So, um, you know, a lot of people were calling for um, close downs, you know. But, again, it's it's one of those – it's it's a cyclical sort of um, rate change on a daily basis for, for our listeners. So if you're checking the rates, um, they do change with the bond market. How often and, should um, people you know, check their rates, Ace? How um, often they should check it daily. It, it changes daily, Dottie. Sometimes there's intraday pricing, but the rule of thumb is just check it every day. Um, it, it does it does have a lot to do with the ten year yield, um, but um, you know it's it's one of those things where it's cyclical, so it changes every single day. It's not fixed. Um, so you definitely want to you know follow the market, really look at what's going on. To Dottie's point, you know that. The news in regards to Italy does affect uh, the bond market. So when there's instability in the marketplace, usually there'll be a fluctuation of, um, I guess, um, effects well, on the interest rates. Well, we're in a rate. world where, like, everybody affects, like, the world is, it's really, um, I don't know that I grew up this way because I think it wasn't this way when I grew up, but it's now a global market. It's and, all connected. Yeah, right? everything, so everything is connected. So what happens someplace right. else affects us. Uh, and I think that Italy, uh, they came down a bit. So if you happen to be getting a mortgage right now, you kind of got lucky, even though they are still so low, really compared to like what they've been over the last 20 years, that anybody who's getting it, even if it goes up a little bit, is really getting a great rate, really a great rate. Um, for, for all of our listeners, right now, it's still free money. Okay. When you look at the payments, it's, it's so low. So and I, I just emphasize that. Yes, you really, it's low. <laughs> so we call Ace. Ace, you want to give them how they get a hold of you or your email or how? Yeah, just some email. Yep, email at ace.w at citizensbank.com. Yeah, and you can ask any questions. And by the way, just a quick, because we have only a minute or two before the news, and then we're going to have, as, as I said, uh, Laurel Stark, who's a divorce attorney specializing in your home and what to do. I just want to give you quick, and Jerry, you all know this. This is in Nevada, but it happens here because I know people that the suit. If somebody really has a service animal and you are renting your property and you deny them because you say no pets, I don't want pets in my place, and it's a service dog, you will get sued. Okay. Absolutely. It is part of the Civil Rights Act of 19. You cannot deny an individual, correct? Yeah, the Americans with Disabilities Act says if you have a, a disability that you're allowed a reasonable accommodation, which is, could be a dog if you're blind, could be, you know, if you have epilepsy, could be a seizure animal. So, uh, absolutely, you have a right to that. Yeah, legally. so you can't say no. We'll be back with Laurel Stark. You're going to want to hear her uh, divorce. Why do you start the divorce real estate to her books? She's we've been so excited that she's gonna be on our show, so hold on, we'll have her right on after the news. Eye on Real Estate with Dottie Herman is sponsored by Citizens Bank NA. 
Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.